1: Hello, and welcome to Bisburg. I'm your host, John Hall. Today, the program is sponsored by City Mission in Washington, Pennsylvania. Today, our guest is Dr. Sally Mounts, who is the Chief Development Officer at City Mission. Dr. Mounts, welcome to the show. How are you?
0: Thank you very much, John. I'm doing great.
1: Wonderful. It's so good to have you with us. You know, the city mission is fascinating to me because I often think of, you know, the, the old pattern of people looking at, you know, a Bowery mission and they think of, you know, the alcoholic and three hots in a cot. Well, city mission uh, goes beyond that in, in many, many wonderful ways. You're a major force in the work that's being done for the good of Jesus Christ in Washington, Pennsylvania. So uh, let's uh, drill down into this a little bit, uh, as our show goes on here for the next 20 minutes or so. Uh, I know um, that a big part of the mission, uh, just recently, has really come to fruition with a, a veterans' home. And to recognize that is one thing, but then to build specifically for veterans, to to help them along in their struggle to get get back to a life that's been scarred by PTSD or drug and alcohol addiction, that's a really uh, noble mission. So, Dr. Mounts, talk about that, about the genesis of that, and what has come to fruition.
0: Absolutely. Um, I was involved in the Genesis. We um, decided to have a veteran shelter, and I am a veteran myself. I'm a retired lieutenant colonel in the United States Army, um, and really proud of of my service, as, as most veterans are. But I have to tell you, some of the statistics about veterans um, and homelessness are really appalling. On any given night, John, 76,000 homeless veterans are sleeping on the streets of America. And about 96% of those are single males, and they're from very poor, disadvantaged communities. About half of them suffer from mental illness and two-thirds of them suffer from some sort of substance abuse problem, either drugs or alcohol. And unfortunately, people don't really know this, but they're about 50% more likely to become homeless than other Americans. And that's because of poverty and lack of social support, social isolation, very substandard housing once they've come out of the service. But they also experience homelessness an average of two years longer than any other non-veteran counterpart. And the saddest thing of all is that the Veterans Affairs and all the programs that they have and all the funding that they have only reaches about 20% of veterans in need. So one out of every five needy veterans accesses services at one of the VA hospitals. So we have a lot of homeless vets in Pennsylvania. Um, Pennsylvania is actually the fourth largest veteran population Um, And so one out of every 10 homeless individuals is a vet, and so that means that uh, homeless veterans in Pennsylvania jumped about 46% in the last decade, and they have all sorts of issues. They have physical disabilities from being wounded in war, they have post-traumatic stress disorder, they have injuries from the IEDs or um, explosive devices, traumatic brain injury. Uh, You know, about 59,000 of Pennsylvania vets in the last decade have been designated as food insecure. So they need to go to government assistance just to purchase food staples. So we said, okay, we want to do something about this. 27 veterans in America commit commit suicide every single day. So we decided that we were going to build a shelter that would house 22 homeless veterans, mirroring the 22 who commit suicide every day new program called the Crabtree Kovacicek Veterans House, named for Dr. Dr. Mike Crabtree, a a wonderful donor of City Missions, and for Ryan Kovacicek, um, a veteran who was killed in Iraq, Um, and this is a new program. Um, it was completed in July um 2018, and, John, it was filled to capacity almost immediately. Really? Um, and our goal is to provide a, a local environment that allows veterans to heal from the traumas of deployment. You know, you can say to a veteran, well, you need to go to the VA hospital. Well, the VA hospital is in Pittsburgh, and number one, how do you get there? Number two, how do you navigate once you get there? And number three, how do you deal with the fact that every time you see a doctor or something, it's a different person? So a lot of veterans who need help from the VA simply won't go. So we um, focus on the problems that homeless vets have. In fact, homeless people everywhere. There are seven things that we feel that they really need help with. We call it the HEIRS formula, H-E-I-R-S. And H stands for housing. They all need housing. E stands for employment because they all need employment to be able to sustain a living somewhere. I stands for income. S stands for, um, re- uh, I'm sorry, R stands for recovery, and that's recovery from medical issues, from mental health issues, and from drug and alcohol. All right? Um, and then S is for spirit, uh, spiritual development. So we we believe they need connected to a church for a whole lot of reasons. Number one, we believe they need Jesus Christ in their lives to give a firm foundation where none has existed previously. And we also believe that the social support that a church provides can really add a lot to a person's life. So so we serve this um, veterans community um, through heirs, housing, employment, income, recovery, and spirituality. And while they're in our long-term recovery program, they receive free medical care, uh, they get legal services, they get counseling and case management, um, they get um, referrals to a lot of outside VA programs. And the truth is, John, uh, there are so many VA programs out there. Um, but this one's for your eyes, this one's for your feet, um, this one's to take you to ball games. this one is to That's help you with your PTSD. What, what we really love about City Mission, what we're able to do, um, is that we're able to focus on all of those at once. And the veterans can remain up to 18 months. And we have had some real successes in that program.
1: Really? Okay, so 2018, the first class, so to speak, got underway. Now you're seeing the, uh, the fruits of that labor. What does that look like? I mean, 22 men, um, have there been successes where people have, le- have left the mission with employment, with housing, and they are now living lives part of the community?
0: Some of them even have company cars, John. I have to tell you, when Randy came in, he Randy had been homeless um, on and off for 20 years. Um, one of the, the only things that he was proud of in his life was a, um, a stint that he'd done as a sergeant in the Army. Um, he came to us, he'd been living in a tent. Um, he hadn't had a Um, a dental exam or an eye exam for 10 years. He was practically blind, um, hadn't had a job, literally was living in a tent, and our our main case manager um, in our our veteran shelter actually went with him to that spot, picked up all of his things and his tent, and actually brought them here so that he could put them in storage, and he moved in. Um, And for the first uh, months, he focused on long-term recovery. He focused on um, just learning about um, substance abuse, learning about uh, relapse prevention, uh, learning about um, the many ways in which alcohol can be triggered when you feel alone or sad or upset, Uh, did so well that he then went out and got a um, job. And it was on one of these um, road crews where you tell people when they can drive on the road and when they can't because you're blocking it. Uh, then he got a promotion in that job. Then he got named the head of that crew. And then he came back to the mission one day um, driving a company car, saying that they had given him a company car, had his, own, had his own place as well. So those are the kinds of successes that we love to see. Um, since since 2018, we've served 54. Homeless veterans who've graduated, and what's really interesting is if we if they'll stay longer than 90 days, then the program really has a chance to sort of soak in. And here's what we see: so in the average three-hots-and-a-cot substance abuse treatment center, the the, um, the positive or the very optimistic research would say about 27% of them can leave there and stay sober for over a year or two. Um, what we find in the veteran shelter is that an average of 74% of them are able to leave and stay sober with their jobs and their living situations. So we're really excited about that robust,
1: that's incredible. Say, so if you just joined us, this is Bisburg. I'm John Hall. Today the program is sponsored by City Mission in Washington, Pennsylvania. Dr. Sally Mounts is with us. We're talking about the, the Veterans Home at City Mission, just telling a, a beautiful story of the success of the men who have come through since 2018. If you want to be part of City Mission in any way, whether a financial giving, prayerful giving, volunteering your time, your efforts, your talents, I'd encourage you to call City Mission at 724 222 8530. That's 724-222-8530. Or on the web so easy at citymission.org. Dr. Mounts, talk about that a little deeper i would imagine having to engage i guess especially initially a homeless veterans population it requires a different kind of language um perhaps a different sort of mindset than you would you know just a regular person you know like me or somebody walking down the street so there is a very particular uh, spiritual and psychological directive you're, you're you're trying to land on isn't it
0: uh, very much so. I, I, as a veteran myself, I, I understood that that sort of speak a different language. Um, yes. All of the research shows that veterans who need to heal from past wounds heal best in groups and so our veterans program is different um, than our other programs. It's specifically tailored to veterans working in groups and helping them heal each other. Um, That um, shelter, that veteran shelter has a very very particular um, ethos of pride and camaraderie. Um, They raise and lower the flag. Um, They uh, march in in the parades that we have in the area. Um, They uh, give a certain amount of their income each month to different charities. Um, We see the kind of pride um, that they have in in veteran shelter and I think it That's is wonderful. it is very different. But I but I would also tell you that um, for for people who are homeless in general, um, John, there are there are so many myths about homelessness. For example, and I know um, Dean Gartland, who's our CEO, has done a number of podcasts that you can um, see on our, our website about this, but you know, myths like homeless people don't want to work, absolutely not true. That is not our experience at all. Um, in fact, um, one of the things that's made us so successful in helping people move from independence to um, from homelessness to independent living, um, is that we have a career center that has a lot of wraparound services. And here, so here's an example of, of what I mean by that. When, when, when anybody helps somebody who doesn't have a job, they think, um, get them a resume, get them a job, and off they go. Well, it's certainly not that simple. Um, first of all, most people who are homeless don't have any form of identification, they don't have a birth certificate, a social security card. But they don't usually have a driver's license, and so until you have a picture ID card, you can't even be admitted into a computerized work system for pay. And so, when we started giving people, you know, resumes and job leads, uh, we didn't even. We had to start even further back than that. We had to start and say, literally, say to all the people who come into our career center. Do you have a birth certificate? Do you have a social security card? Do you have a picture ID? That's the way you're going to get into a pay system. So the first thing we did was develop um, a a um, identification center where we apply for these documents for all of the all of the residents who are in our um, facility. And we have 160 residents in this city mission facility. Then the second thing we do is, well, let's take a look at some of the jobs you could do. And we, we've literally had people come into our career center and say, I'm telling you, there's nothing on that list I could do. And then we'll do a two-hour career assessment on the computer, and we'll ask them to answer it completely honestly. And it'll come back with 19 different jobs. I know of one resident who was positive, we wouldn't be able to find anything for him. He was in a little cohort. Um, We were running 12 people through a little class at that time. He said, you'll find nothing for me. 19 or 20 jobs came out, and he was the first person in that group to get hired.
1: Wonderful. Oh, so fabulous.
0: part of it is just helping them along to the things that they don't even know that they need. But we also yeah. do, and here's another example, when we're, when we're putting out resumes, if, if you're somebody who's hiring, if you run Accutrex or you run range resources, then you're looking for people um, who show some evidence of some self-direction and some ability mm-hmm. to grow. So we've... Um, identified a lot of online courses for a number of different activities. Um, And so we will have our our residents come down to the Career Center and take three or four of these courses, and then they'll put those certifications on the back of their resume. So we had somebody recently certified in – for example, uh, wanted, to work in the, wanted to work for Saris, and they actually got a job as a forklift driver um, and took a course online um, about forklifting and past the practical um, over in the warehouse. So they were able to move right into a job um, at, the, at the Saris factory. Um, we've had other people who took courses in sales. Um, and a lot of these online certificates are available. You just you pay a small fee, somebody goes through all of it, and then they have that training. It shows somebody that you really, really want work. And then we've worked with local corporations, and we say, you know, we can tell you, this person is really trying hard. This one wants to go to college. Um, we had a person uh, about a year ago who actually um, put a down payment on their own house. Um, we have a big celebration around here because we have, we have these five areas where we want everyone to succeed in, housing, employment, income, recovery, and spirituality. And so when when we have what's called a key ceremony, when somebody gets the keys to their own apartment, it's always a really big deal. And it goes out on Facebook, and we announce Julie just got her keys, and Julie and her three children are moving into their own apartment. Julie has a great job at South Point, um, and Julie's going to be coming back every week for case management and counseling with us. Mm -hmm. So that kind of a – there's a lot of follow-through, a lot of wraparound, and we know that those sorts of things – can help anybody who wants to move from homelessness to independent living because most people do not want to be homeless uh,
1: how exciting how fabulous we serve a great and good god We're talking with Dr. Sally Mounts, who joins us from City Mission. Say As you hear Dr. Mounts and her passion and her wonderful storytelling about the success, about the men and women who come through broken and lost in their lives, and then they're loved on, and they're nurtured, and they're cared for, and then in the midst of that relationship and community that City Mission provides, they found Jesus Christ, and that opens up the entire universe to them in a whole different possible ways that they never even imagined. The work that City Mission does is so deeply vital, and we would ask you in some ways to be part of this, whether you'd like to help financially, whether you'd like to volunteer, or whether you'd want to pray, all those things together or one individually, why not you connect right now with City Mission and call 724-222-8530. 724-222-8530, City Mission, one of the jewels in Washington, Pennsylvania. Look online at citymission.org. Dr. Sally Mounts is with us, and Dr. Mounce, as you talk about these these programs, uh, obviously there is a, a financial cost that that goes around that must be fed on a daily basis. So, with that, of course, with COVID-19 and uh, the sort of the grinding to the halt of the uh, the glue that uh, makes society go there are still necessary means to to talk about money and to raise money to ensure that the men and women are taken care of. And I know that you've got a couple of things that uh, are coming up this summer that the community at large can be part of. So take take some time and talk about the run and the golf uh, outing that's going to happen that uh, really would raise some money and help the men and women who are at the mission.
0: So you bet. We we have a lot of activities throughout the year. Um, you know, anybody who wants to be involved in City Mission can be. They can they can donate. They can volunteer. They can come and teach a class. They can serve a meal. Um, and we love it when people in the community come out to our events. And we have two events that are coming up. Um, the first one is on August first, and it is an all virtual run-walk. So it's our Mission Possible 5. We've had this now for five years in a row. Um, it is sponsored by Northwood Charitable Foundation. And this run this year, as you know, the New York Marathon was canceled and many other marathons are being canceled. So our little run had to be canceled too because of social distancing. So we're doing a virtual run. You can sign up on our website or on MissionPossibleRun.org, and $25 will get you uh, a T-shirt and a run. And you can run your own race um, in your own time at your own location anytime between August 1st and August 15th. And this run will benefit the um, Crabtree check veterans Residence at City Mission, which houses 22 homeless veterans. So we're really excited about that on August 1st. We still have sponsorships available. We would love to have um, uh, people in the community, civic groups, uh, corporations, individuals involved. And we would love to have people sign up to run our Mission Possible 5 run on City Mission's website, or on our run website at www.missionpossiblerun.org. And our second event is for golfers. It's our third annual golf outing. It's at the South Point Golf Club on August 24th, 2020. And we have a, we have a nice lunch and then a shotgun start at twelve fifteen, and then we have a dinner and a program and we're um really hoping that golfers will be excited about this event we actually moved it from june 15th to august 24th because of the social distancing guidelines um we're really excited about this we've got a title sponsor in sunny days in home care um, and we are looking for sponsors and we're looking for golfers who would like to just get out and have an afternoon of fun
1: fabulous so, if you want to be part of that, either the uh, the Mission Possible Run or the City Mission Third Annual Golf Outing, again, encourage you seven two four two 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 eighty five thirty or online at citymission.org. We're speaking with Dr. Sally Mounts who joins us from City Mission. Dr. Mounts, you know, um, in the midst of COVID, I, I've been thinking, and I'm sure you have as well, you've probably seen this firsthand, you know, we've spent a lot of time talking about the veterans, and I'm grateful for that. But I, I know that one of the, the heart matters that City Mission is also involved in is that uh, women who come into the ministry and women with children as well. And, you know, I I know that um, as sort of society shut down these last several months, abuse, no doubt, has been on the rise. Um, It's been unreported, but you can imagine, you know, in close quarters, if you find yourself in an abusive relationship, well, you may have been a prisoner these last several times, these last several months. So can you speak about that and the work that City Mission does for women, single women or women, you know, in marriage or women who are coming into the shelter with, with their own children. This is a very particular, uh, a very tender piece of the work that you do.
0: Yes, it, it is, um, and we have a number of, I think we have 11 children here at the Mission right now, and with COVID, with the COVID crackdowns, it's, they can't just go out anywhere, so we have them under um, close supervision with a, a child care worker, and we can see them writing um, on the sidewalks with their chalk, and or we can see them playing in the playground, and we make sure that they have masks on and that they're maintaining appropriate social distancing, but we, we care very much about our women and children. Um, we city mission. Has um, a women's shelter and a women with children shelter, and women with children are the fastest growing population of the homeless. And so um, we are hoping in another four or five years to be able to build a second shelter for for women, housing about 55 women. Um, when we are through with you know all that we're dealing with now, we're really hoping that we'll be able to do that because our waiting list for women is about 60 women at any given time. Now, we have 160 beds at City Mission. So understand, um, we have a population of, um, the populations we serve, we have 90 beds for men, 16 for women. Um, We have 32 for women with children, and then 22 for veterans. So we are looking to add um, a, 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 a larger women's shelter because the need is actually so great. And I think what we find often um, is that the women who come into the uh, women's shelter have been, have had domestic violence issues. They've had post-traumatic stress disorder from childhood. Um, they've been in abusive relationships and they need somewhere uh, very safe. And so we try to make uh, City Mission the safest place they've ever been. Our women with children have um, suites that they stay in. Um, the suites have, um, a little bedroom with two beds. It has a fold-out bed for the um, the mother in the living room. It has a refrigerator. Um, has uh, access to laundry services, a nice little bathroom with a bathtub so the woman can, can bathe her child. And what we find, um, we actually had a woman walk into the shelter the other day and she looked at the room that she would be sleeping in with her children and she started to cry. And she said, this doesn't even look like a homeless shelter. And I have to tell you, John, that, that's our goal. When we when we put those rooms together, um, Lisa Scarmacy from Scarmacy Homes helped us. She brought a lot of friends and raised a lot of money and helped us really decorate those um, those suites in a, in a really beautiful way but we wanted those children who are now four and five when they're 18 years old and they say they lived in a homeless shelter we want them to look back on a really good experience so the children call those rooms um, they either call it my apartment I'm going back to my apartment now or I'm going back to my house now because to them it's it's that kind of a place it's a safe place a clean place um, and a happy place. We bring in um, some therapists who work with them in the evening on parenting skills. Um, we have classes on uh, relapse. And we have classes on addiction recovery. And for these mothers, it's just so, so important that we also have a child care center um, because for the first three months, um, the, when you apply for child care, money for child care from the government, for the first three months, you're sort of in limbo. You have to wait three months before anything comes in so that you actually get a portion of nice. government money for your children so you can have child care and go out and look for a job. Well, what we do at City Mission is we have child care. Um, every, every day, and when a mother is going to a job, or she's going to a resume session, or she's going to a work therapy internship, then she takes her child down to our childcare center, and our credentialed childcare workers work with that child for a couple of hours, and then she comes and picks them back up, and they go back to their apartment. But it was one of the things that we insisted on when we had a women's shelter because we knew what an issue childcare was for women. It really does keep them from from getting jobs and so we wanted to fix that particular issue which is why we have a little child care center um, in our shelter that's our women with children we're we're very proud of our shelter we're looking to to build a a second um, women's shelter and um, and we can always 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 use donations Um, www.citymission.org you can donate on our website or you can write us a check at 84 West Wheeling Um, we certainly um, want the community to be involved and engaged with us. We'd love your, we'd love to have your time, your talent. Um, um, if you can give us donations, that would be really great. too. Um, City Mission, we've been around for 78 years, um, serving the homeless in a Christ-centered homeless shelter in Washington,
1: PA. That's Dr. Sally Mounts who joins us from City Mission. Look online at City Mission at citymission.org or by calling 724-222. 8530, 724-222-8530. I'm humbled, really, uh, to hear about the work that they do, Christ in the Middle. This is just uh, just so beautiful. So, uh, really, I would greatly appreciate anything that you would provide, prayer, volunteer time, or financial resources for City Mission. Say this has been Bisberg. It's always a great pleasure to present to you the best of Western Pennsylvania. And, uh, God willing, we'll see you next time. Have yourself a wonderful day.